Hey folks, coming in solo today. I want to talk about the question, how's mace? It's a question I get in person and also online, and uh, I appreciate the question. I appreciate people being interested in how my dad, Mark Mace Macy, is doing with the Alzheimer's journey, and I want to spend a few minutes today uh sharing that with you because I appreciate you being part of our team and uh, many of you have been listening along since the start of the podcast. As you may recall, uh, my dad's been part of many of the episodes and uh, I'm just so pleased and thankful that we've been able to do this together. My dad, Mark, uh, who is he? Well, professionally, he worked for decades as an attorney uh, he was and is an endurance athlete. He's an author. Uh, Dad's got his name on a book. Um, it, you know, Dad doesn't remember the writing process of a mile at a time, uh, but he does listen to the audio occasionally. My mom will put it on for him at home and, uh, you know, he'll sit listening to it for a couple hours and he he loves it. Uh, you know, he'll he'll say, Man, Pammy, this this book is awesome. Uh and and then uh, you know, and, and then she'll ask him about it later and um and and he'll say what book? Uh he doesn't remember listening to it. But uh you know, there's a beauty in be, him being able to hear that over and over. And and you know, honestly the same is true with many of the podcasts that we've done. I think of our podcast that, that dad and I did with Mark Allen, um, you know, Mark Allen, that is, is, uh, is a triathlon legend, uh, for both my dad and I, and the fact that we got to interview him together, uh, amongst many other guests is just super special. Anyway, uh, so dad's an author, um, but really, you know, central to his identity, uh, you know, over the last 40 years, uh, you know, he's a he's a husband, a father, and a grandfather. Um, Dad was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's uh, towards the end of 2018, um, when he was 64 years old. Just uh, just a couple years after he retired from being a lawyer. Um, as you know from the podcast episodes, and and even those of you who have seen Dad on um, World's Toughest Race on Amazon Prime, and and those who uh, who have known and do know dad in person. Um, he's a man of wit and energy. Uh, you know, dad, I, I remember growing up, he was the life of the party. People were laughing at his stories from adventure racing, uh, around the world or, you know, his batteries running out at the Leadville 100, uh, running race, you know, his, his stories, uh, they were based in truth. There was a lot of hyperbole, um, but there was always energy. There was vitality. Um, and dad always was, and I tell you what, man, he still is. Um, he's the guy, he's the guy you want on your team. Um, whether that's your professional team, your adventure racing team, your family team, um, 
I think about all the people over the years who dad got to the finish line of ultra runs uh, as a pacer, as a friend, as a crew person. Man, he's he's the guy you want on your team. Uh, from here, there's two parts of the podcast. I'm going to tell you about where we're at on the Alzheimer's journey, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I've learned along the way. Uh, so where are we at? Um, you know, again, some of you saw... Uh, Dad and I on World's Toughest Race Eco Challenge 2019, um, things look a a whole lot different uh, than they did at that time. Um, 2020, uh, that COVID year, all the races were canceled. Dad and I took on the Leadville Race Series 100,000 Vertical Foot Challenge. And uh, over that summer, uh, the course of, I don't know what it was, eight weeks or something, Dad was just crushing the vertical gain. He was still biking. He was running, trekking around, and he nailed that 100,000 feet. Like, literally, I, I barely had time to keep up with him. Um, that was a lot of fun. 2021, that next year, Dad and I signed up for the Leadville 50-mile run, Silver Rush run together, uh, and we made it 31 miles, about 50K, before we missed the time cutoff. Uh, I'll never forget dad and I were trekking up to that last cutoff. I knew that I knew we weren't going to make the time cut and the, uh, you know, the sag wagon came up and there's some people in the back of the pickup truck and, and they'll pick you up if you want. And, uh, you know, I said, I said, dad, well, do you, you know, do you want to get in this truck here? And, and, you know, he said, fuck that. I'm not getting in that damn truck. So we let the truck keep going and, and got to the checkpoint and, you know, I, I said, Dad, we got the full experience here. We've been out here a lot longer than the people who won the race. And uh, so we were, we were pleased to get that full experience. Uh, 2022, Dad and I did the heavy half marathon together at Leadville. And that at that point, that was an epic journey. Uh, we made it through. It was a good full day. Uh, 2023, last year, um, the 10K at Leadville was was a good fit. Uh my mom also looked on my dad's Strava recently, and and he put in a hundred thousand vertical feet last year. Uh, it, you know, dad's not biking anymore. He's he's out trekking. He can. It's safe enough for him to go out and go up and down the road next to my parents' house, uh, and he calls it doing repeats. And and he put in over over a hundred thousand feet going up and down. Um, up and down that road and um you know that that touches home a little bit for me because here's a guy who has been around the world running biking adventure racing and uh you know there's a there's an opportunity there maybe for some bitterness of not being able to go places or whatever but i tell you what my dad mace is pumped every single day to get out there and, and go up and down that road and um you know, he doesn't have a uh, a sense of time, so he could be out there for 20 minutes or, or three hours, but, you know, it doesn't really matter. And I tell you what, although his downhill pace is is slow and very tentative, um, dad's uphill pace, man, he he cranks up that hill. Uh, it's just faster, faster than most of the dull endurance athletes I coach. At high altitude, dad is cranking up that hill. Um, last spring, our book, A Mile at a Time, came out. Um, dad and I did a lot of speaking uh, 
you know, public speaking at bookstores. We had a big talk in in New York City. Um, and and I tell you what, at that time, Dad was capable of of getting, even though there was uncertainty and anxiety about what was going on or what we would say. I tell you what, he got up on that stage um, and he nailed it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he had people, you know, laughing, crying, cheering all over the place. Uh, it was it was pretty cool. Um, you know, 2024, what does it bring? Um, we don't know. It repeats. I, I hope a year from now, I hope I'm saying dad is out doing repeats. Um, dad is excited about uh, our friend Danelle Ballinger. You've heard her on the on the podcast. Danelle puts on the Moab Trail Marathon every November. Um, dad knows that Danelle puts on a race and he wants to do it. Um you know, whether we can get there and do some version of that race, uh, I don't know, but dad is still dreaming. He is still, um, he is still looking forward and and he's showing me that it's never too late to, to stop dreaming and looking forward and, um, and having goals, uh, the day-to-day, um, dad needs a lot of support, um, dressing, bathing, eating, everything else. Uh, generally he's, he's content, um, and he's himself and, and, uh, you, you know, you're hearing the sadness here, but I also want to know you're hearing gratitude. Like a lot of people in a journey with Alzheimer's or other types of cognitive decline, many people, they experience significant personality changes, anger, aggression, that kind of stuff. And it's not their fault at all. It's it's just bad luck as, as far as what part of the brain is impacted. Um, Dad hasn't experienced that. Um, and, and like I said, he's generally content and happy in himself. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, you know, what's coming next? We don't know. We don't know what's coming or when, um, incontinence and, and toileting challenges are probably coming soon. Language difficulties are, are growing, uh, in terms of understanding words and formulating words, uh, significant challenges, recognizing people. And, uh, you know, amidst all that, um, my parents, mom and dad, they feel a togetherness and authentic love for each other and their family and their life uh, that that inspires me. Um, mom and dad want to stay home as far as continuing to live in their house. You know, that's a very, um, very common for as as, as people. People age, and you know whatever age they're at, whatever the challenges are. A lot of people they they want to be in their house where they're comfortable. That's that's what the word home means. And we're trying to figure that out. Uh, it's it's definitely not straightforward. You know, my mom and I have been working together to to learn about um, palliative care options. Um, you know, even at some point down the road, and hopefully this is a long way away. You know. There's a great book called Being Mortal by uh, Gawande, and, and he talks about um, the importance of hospice and actually uh, 
a hospice, it doesn't has, have to be this thing that's someone's last few days of life. In fact, it can be something that extends life and, you know, gets renewed and maybe is lasting many months, even a number of years. Um, you know, that's something that we're up to at some point. Uh, overall, we don't know where things are going and when they'll happen. Um, final component, what I've learned I've got a bunch of bullets. I'll try to make it relatively quick. Um, ambiguous loss. That's been an important concept for me. That's discussed uh, or, or tagged by uh, Pauline Boss. And it's this, this idea that in some cases the, the loss is not finite or definite. It's it's more ambiguous. And, um, you know, I've, I've learned in this journey just to, to accept and roll with uh, with the with the phases of grief as they come, um, and also to rule with uh, with with the happiness, with the gratitude, with the beautiful and deep moments of of love and connection, and and to be okay. It's it's not either or, you know, the love and happiness or the grief and loss. It's 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 all of the above, and those those waves they'll come, uh, and and that's okay. Uh, I've learned to find gratitude and love and and connection in in places where they might, you know, they might not be expected. Uh, I've learned to ask for help myself. Uh, you know, I think back to early 2019 and the in the beginning of days of the Alzheimer's journey, and and um, I talked about this in in our book, A Mile at a Time. Like I, I had a, basically a panic attack out on the out on the trail one day, and um, you know, at that point, my and the only thing I could think to do was like to try to escape it. You know, to keep running, to run away from it. And and I'm thankful that I've learned that instead of trying to to run away from uh, the sadness or the grief, the uncertainty, to um, to accept it and to ask for help. And and I, you know, I think back last summer, I had it that those similar feelings. Uh, of overwhelming sadness were, were arising instead of, you know, trying to get away from it. I actually stopped right there out on the trail, up on the, up on the rainbow here trail here, south of town. I'm looking out my window and I can almost see the spot. And I, and I stopped and I, I texted, texted some friends and called some friends and, and checked in and, um, you know, I've learned to do that and I'm going to have to keep doing that. I'm going to have to keep, we are going to have to keep accepting, uh, the uncertainty, um, as, as it comes. Uh, I've learned about the inherent value of engagement, energy, vitality, and connection. Um, also of, of physicality, of travel, of intellectual engagement. Um, honestly, seeing and perceiving my own mortality, it's, it's encouraged me to, to do these things while I can. You know, currently, I've, I've actually been really excited about my own training and, and racing, uh, and, and less of doing it for achievement and more of just like, boy, I don't know how long I can do this. Hopefully I'll be able to be doing it in 20 years or 30 years, but maybe not. Um, I know I can do it now. So let's, let's go, man. Let's, uh, let's do it. Uh, I've learned that people with significant cognitive and physical decline are still people. Uh, so let's treat them that way. Um, I've learned so much what love means and what love can look like, uh, that comes out in so many of the friends who've supported me. You know who you are. Um, it's come out in people directly supporting my dad, you know, his friends, 
Marshall, Dean, Dale, Art, Jana, um, people just digging deep uh, to to show love and friendship and and to help a guy continue to be engaged in moving outside. And um, man, I appreciate that so much uh and, and it inspires me to to try to be that same kind of friend for other people you know i've um my kids have have uh at ages 10 and 12 you know they've learned to to show love um in in ways that many kids uh that, that don't learn you know pulling their grandpa into uh into conversation um and showing their love for him by by helping him tie his shoes, helping him with with little tasks. You know, I think of my wife Amy um, tying my dad's shoes, help helping him, uh, helping him eat a meal. Uh, my dad's sister uh, Michelle helping him dress in the locker room at the pool so that he can go swimming. Um, you know that that's love. Um, my my mom washing dad's hair in the sink and. And and dad learning to accept this help, uh, just so he can he can continue just being the man, you know, for all of us. Um, a final shout out to to my mom Pam. Um, mom, you're you're incredible, and and I I think uh, I want my mom to know just like other caregivers out there, um, you have a team behind you, and you're not alone, and 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 to keep asking for help, um. Caregiving is a is a twenty four seven endeavor, and you know if if you are in your caregiving a caregiving role, or if you know someone who is, um, you got to ask for help. You got to find that that team within your family, within your community, within professional services. Um, don't take it on alone. Um, thanks for dialing in. That's uh, I know that's a little heavy. Um, I hope you find it helpful. Uh, again, um, I appreciate you asking, how's Mace? Uh, I hope that answers the, the question. Um, I'll keep you posted. Three final requests uh, to, to you guys, the audience. And again, I just, I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being part of our team. Um, number one, if you're navigating an Alzheimer's journey in, in, in your family or something else tough, um, reach out to a friend um, and, and do it now and ask for help. You don't need to go through it alone. If you found this helpful, um, think about sharing it with uh, with someone else. And, and finally, you know, if you're interested in, in learning more about Dad, um, you can check it out in, in our book, A Mile at a Time. All right, that's it for today, guys. Uh, finally, life's a team sport. Hey, guys, I'm back. Just want to briefly mention some relevant episodes from our podcast if you'd like to check out related material. Episode four, uh, that was Team Endure, World's Toughest Race Revisited and the Alzheimer's Journey, uh, recorded a couple years ago in early 2021. Uh, me and dad with our teammates from the 
Eco Challenge 2019 in Fiji. Episode 11, that was Team Stray Dogs. Uh, lessons from Seven Summits, Eco Challenge, Winter Badwater, and beyond. Um, definitely one of my favorite episodes, talking with Dad and two of his best friends, Marshall Ulrich and Dr. Bob Haw. Uh, if you followed the ultra running world for any amount of time, really for decades, uh, you'll know Marsh, uh, real legend in that space. And uh, just, um, I'm so glad I got to uh, talk with, with all three of those guys, three people uh, that I've looked up to for a long time. Uh, you can check out an episode from August 2022. Again, these are linked in the show notes. Uh, this was uh, me and dad with our co-writer Patrick Regan talking about a mile at a time. Uh, episode 95, that was a special one about the uh, Leadville race series over the years and uh, what those events mean, uh, especially to dad, but just uh, to our family as a whole. Uh, episode 104, uh, that was another one about a mile at a time. And please also check out episode 134. Uh, this one was Alzheimer's disease update on medications and treatments with CEO Mark Reuthmayer of the Alzheimer's Drug Discovery Foundation. Um, another one of my favorite episodes. And what I loved about that is uh, Mr. Reuthmayer shared a um, just a positive and optimistic view about the progress uh, that's been made in Alzheimer's treatments and medications. Last but not least is episode 110, uh, which is me and my friend Sonia Looney interviewing Edward Park, PhD, on eating for cognitive health. Uh, very important conversation. You can also find that on the stream for the Sonia Looney Show, which I highly recommend. The Travis Macy Show is part of the Palm Tree Pod co-network of podcasts. It is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer. The content for this episode is created by me, Travis Macy.